This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 23rd of August. Justin, Telstra CEO Andy Penn, he's come out and revealed that 99% of passwords are still very easy to guess. Oh, no. Yep, so if your password is still ABC123 or <laughs> password, this may just be the little reminder you need to tighten things up a little. <laughs> B-Man, Facebook wants its remote working staff to strap on a VR headset <laughs> so they can absorb some of the office vibes from afar. Ah. Yeah, they're hoping this will bring some of the physical brainstorming sessions ah. back into the virtual world. Three intellectual stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Aussie Telco TPG has saved $38 million as a result of its recent merger with business partner Vodafone. Definitely a few synergies here, B-Man. So what is the story? <laughs> okay, TPG used to be a standalone Aussie telecom provider worth nearly $4.5 billion. And it was the second largest fixed broadband provider in Australia. Yeah, we're talking over $1.9 million broadband subscribers. But back in 2020, they decided to merge with their match made in heaven, their ride or die, Vodafone. <laughs> and together they formed TPG Telecom. And now the market cap is nearly $8.9 billion. And as it happens, Justin, the team of TPG and Vodafone, they've reported net profits that were down 8% to $73 million for the last six months. And while that's not great, what is interesting is they managed to save 38 mil in synergies because of their merger. So what is the key learning here? Cost synergies are when two companies merge and can save cash because of increased efficiency. Okay, think about it, Justin. If you merge two companies together yep. and both have a 100-person sales department, yep. you probably won't keep both departments. But B-Man, it's not always about redundancies either. Yeah, it can be things like insurance mm-hmm. or equipment or even a physical location. You might choose a new office location that fits both teams so you'll save on the rent costs. Or in Vodafone and TPG's case, it could be about the type of infrastructure or technology that the other needs. For our second story, Unisuper is threatening to divest from biotech company CSL unless it makes plans to reach a net zero emissions target. Taking a stand against climate change, what is the story here, B-Man? Okay, so Unisuper is a $100 billion super fund for Australia's uni sector. Think uni professors, uni staff. Now, Juzzy Boy, late last year, the crew at Unisuper, they launched a whole new climate policy. They committed to having net zero carbon emissions across their investment portfolio by 2050. 2050 is um, pretty far away, Justin. <laughs> so how do they plan to do this? Well, they've developed a set of interim targets, kind of like targets along the way. And one of them was ensuring that all companies that they invest in have a target that aligns with the Paris Agreement by the end of 2021. And B-Man, Unisuper is taking these interim targets really seriously. In fact, they named and shamed ASX companies that weren't doing their bit. And Aussie biotech company CSL was one of them. And CSL, which is worth $137 billion, and behind the flu vaccine. They haven't yet set their net zero emissions. But if it doesn't soon, Justin, Unisuper could be leaving them behind. So what's the key learning here? Divestment is when a business sells its investment in another company. It's basically the exact opposite of an investment. Generally, the most common reason for a divestment is to get rid of investments in businesses that aren't performing well. But B-Man, in addition to the financial reasons, divesting can also occur for political or social reasons. Like when certain investments aren't doing anything to meet emissions targets. (laughs) CSL. (laughs) (laughs) But divesting can also come at a cost. For instance, investors can lose out on juicy, juicy, juicy returns. Which might not be great for shareholders' financial returns. And of course, divesting means you'd lose your seat at the company's table.
For our third and final story, Facebook is facing a fresh antitrust complaint oh. over its buy or bury tactics. Oh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. The naughty kid just can't get out of detention. Mm-hmm. What is the story? All right, so quick recap, FluxFam. Facebook is the $1 trillion tech company headed by rumoured robot Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> the company also owns Instagram and WhatsApp. And it's pretty much always getting into trouble. There was the Cambridge Analytica scandal in 2018. And now US regulators are trying to nail Facebook over antitrust concerns because they reckon Facebook's nasty buy or bury tactic has given it an illegal monopoly. And what does this buy or bury actually mean? Basically that Facebook lures in app developers to its platform Mm -hmm. and then buries them when they (laughs) become competitive threats. So what's the key learning here? Anti-competitive behaviour is a huge threat to consumers. And that's why regulators have developed antitrust laws to encourage competition. And limit the power of any particular one company. And B-Man, why do regulators like competition? Well, largely because it leads to lower prices, higher quality products and services, more choices in the market, and more innovation. And antitrust laws are the reason Facebook is always being sent to the (laughs) naughty corner. So B-Man, in this case, regulators say that Facebook has a bad habit of illegally buying or burying new innovators when their popularity threatens Facebook's existence. Think about it. When Insta got a little big for its boots, Facebook bought it. When WhatsApp became all the rage, Facebook bought it. So if regulators are successful here, it could fall. Facebook to break up its business. Flux family, start the week on a high and sign up to the Flux Daily Newsletter. You'll get all your business news you need to know in under three minutes and be smarter than your boss. Hit up flux.finance slash newsletter to check it out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.